0: Okay, folks, it's showtime. Let's talk about the five property market update for last week, which is the 11th of December to yesterday, the 18th of December. I'm going to go through that. and am going to go through the statistics, what's been sold. I'm also going to talk about the website statistics, which is actually really important because you'll see a marked difference when actually the base rate was announced as a rise and also the Scottish budget for the second home tax was uh, risen as well. Um, that's quite an important um, key point in the indicator for website traffic and activity. It shows you basically the second homeowners um, and where they're going and how they're thinking um, and, and investors and holiday homeowners and uh, and serviced accommodation homeowners, which is for the tourism industry uh, and see how important that is. We're also going to be talking about the Scottish uh, property prices. So the housing index was out for the end of October, just on the 14th of December. So I'll cover that as well in brief and talk about the Fife average property price as well. Uh, and then we'll come to some um um uh, final conclusions about where the market is right now where we're going um remember when i say where the market is right now this is based on facts figures and information it's not based on just an opinion or uh what i think is out of the out there magically it's not what the media is presenting uh, potentially um, but this will show it. And, and you can come to your own conclusions. Uh, feel free to comment if you want to as well. I'm uh, more than happy to take questions. Um, I don't need to show the questions. So if you've got a question that you don't really want to show, uh, you can still put it in the comments, but I will actually cover it if you like. Um, and here we go. Okay, so let's look at the numbers across five for the last um, week. coming. Uh, Quite interesting statistics itself. Uh, uh, Now, in the Cooper area, you've got six properties instructed. Um, You've got four properties actually sold overall throughout five. You can see the mark drop now. Eastnook, three versus two. St. Andrews, three versus two. Lebermouse, three versus three. Dunfermline three versus 32 versus 30. Glenorth is uh, six versus five. Kirkcalis is 17 versus 11. Uh, 70 properties come on the market. Now, it's usually about 120 to 140. So you can see that mark decline. This tells me straight away, by the way, this is the time to actually consider uh, getting your house prepared to get it on the market so you can jump the gun and be ahead of the crowd when it hits into next year. Uh, We actually did a show about that yesterday. We're talking about in a minute. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, So you can see they're sold as well, actually 57 sold. So it's not far off the mark. If you kind of doubled that up, it would be 140 versus um, 114. Uh, Yeah, no bad. Uh, Not bad for this time of year. Um, um but let's look at that for this time of year in terms of this is our activity on our website um the last 30 days this is the last 30 days versus the um previous uh, period um okay so this gives you a strong indication about where we are right now so you can see the previous period here down the bottom is the dotted line and then you've got the current period here which is the thick blue line uh, and you can see yeah this is year on year remember this is this isn't the previous period as in the previous 30 days this is the previous period as in last year itself uh, at the same time uh, so you can see actually there's a drop of about seven percent in terms of activity on the websites and that's fine but you can see it kind of kept quite even until uh, there you go scottish budget and base rate rise you can see how it's separated. So this time last year, it started to go up still. And this time this year, it actually stayed quite quite stable and uh, average. So you can see the big separate divide here. I think that's more or less for people to come to some sort of conclusion about where they are in terms of their property purchase or where they'd like to go forward because of... Uh, just to digest the information, I think that's what it, what's key here. but you can see it's not really a significant drop in terms of activity. it's only about six or seven percent uh, year on year um at the last 30 days which is which actually is is, is quite remarkable considering the doom and gloom at the paint the picture right now for. Um, but there's some key information in the background here which actually gives me uh, hope actually out of these figures. so let's look at the twenty three and break this down. This is the, um, over what device that people search. Um, so when they look, they look on, most people clearly they are out of this 23,000 actually look on mobiles. So you really have to have a strategy and a state agency has a strategy for a mobile in this format, not that format. <laughs> most people watch their mobiles like this nowadays. So you have to have a strategy and a agency strategy and mobile phone strategy for a portrait rather than, rather than a landscape um, strategy, okay? So hopefully that's given you a wee bit insight into mobile markets and and how they work. So that's important that you get video in there as well uh, and photographs that actually adapt to that sort of market. That comes in line with the Instagram market, comes in line with the TikTok market, so you can go across a whole lot of platforms because Instagram TikTok tend just to let you, well, TikTok, for example, uh, it's an emerging market and it gets a wee bit of activity, but it starts to get interest from people. It's not going to sell houses right now but it will, it will catch on in the next year or two as it goes further forward. And also reels as well. Reels, uh, Facebook reels, do not let you do uh, uh, landscape um, uh, reels. They actually insist on portrait reels and have to be less than a minute. So in order to do reels, which is actually the biggest market just now in terms of social media presence and video content getting pushed out, that's why you have to have an agent, a strategy for mobile phone, but in, in, in portrait format, which is, which again, if anybody's just joined us, is that format rather than this format. Okay. So that's why that's really important because that's where your biggest market is right here um, one year compared against the nest. Uh, People are still continuing to use that and that trend. You can see the desktop market, the people on laptops, on uh, fixed computers are actually dropping and tablets um, as well in favor of the mobile market. So you can see where it slid is actually the 23,000. This amount here, the 1,691 year on year, has actually been lost in the desktop market and and the, the, the tablet market. So mobile is still pretty strong. Uh, Next one here is actually by um, Channel. Now watch, Um, this is direct search. This is straight to a website, which is a 5% drop. This is organic. This is just people looking in general. So organic searches are like they go into Google, for example, type in properties for sale in Fife. Um, But less and less people are probably doing that as a result. And hence the reason why the organics had the biggest drop. Um, But look at social, how that's jumped up 20% year on year. So social is where it's at. And again, I come back to saying, where do most people spend time on a, social, on a social platform? On their phones. That's why it's essential to have a strategy for the mobile phone, because that's where the social media market is every single time. Uh, the, right there. So social market is actually going up in terms of the activity. So social market is going up. Organic search is going down. Direct search is, yeah, it's staying quite even. Um, let's jump on to the next one to see where people come from. Interestingly enough, look out the 23,000. United Kingdom overall, people in the United Kingdom has dropped by 2%. But look at Germany's going up a wee bit. That's people overseas in Europe probably looking to relocate. They've maybe been living here before anyway, and they're just looking to come back. Or they're maybe owners of property. Uh, in this area which we have on which we do actually and they're probably looking on the website as well as their friends as well but look at the united states how that's dropped quite dramatically uh, that could be a result of legislation changes in the whole of the uk and in terms of the the pound is actually getting a lot stronger against the dollar so therefore making it less attractive and second homeowners as well with the tax coming in but we'll come on to that right now um uh, where we come back and that's where it, that's that bit there That's where the second homeowner, the tax, was announced to to increase it from 4% to 6% in Scotland. Um, So that's why potentially that might have put off people from overseas at the same time. Um, Now, uh, let's just jump on to what's been sold. Uh, I'll talk about some of the blogs and vlogs. Um, By all means, as I said, uh, if you want to say something, uh, please feel free to put it in the comments. Uh, The show done yesterday um, on Christmas selling what you need to do, what you need to, what you need to. Uh, to why you need to start now if you want to make your move for next summer. Uh, yeah, and I have said that. Why you need to start now to to get your move for next summer. It is literally taking some uh, um, uh, conveyancers and solicitors almost about four to six months to get a property over the line. So when you're sitting in December right now and you're planning to move in spring, you, you've got a tight schedule there. You're really putting yourself under pressure, um, especially if the average property now sells within six to eight weeks, which is about two months almost. So you've got two months and then you've got four months. And that's why you'll probably end up in summer if you actually start now on average. So in order to get ahead of the game, you need to start preparing now. If you're wanting to move next year, if you want to move in spring, get your skates on excuse the pun, ice skates and all that. Um, but if you want to move in spring, you need to get you need to start doing it now, you need to talk to agents now. If you want to move in summer, I would suggest you need to talk to agents now as well. Yes, we are still working and we will still be working through Christmas and New Year to make sure it could happen for our customers. Uh, that's why it's important just to talk to us. If you want a casual conversation on the phone, feel, feel free, we could do that as well. If you want a Zoom, we could do that as well because uh, and, and don't put it off. You want to hit the ground running when it comes to the new year. You want to take advantage of what we call the boxing day bounce. It is the biggest surge in activity on boxing Day, which happens right throughout the year on all the websites. It goes it's the fastest climb in terms of activity on in any part of the year as the boxing day bounce. So you want to take advantage of that time. And we talked about that in yesterday's Christmas selling show. Um, So if you want to watch the Christmas selling show, um, tells you a bit more in depth detail or listen to the podcast. It's on this link as well. Let me just pop back to um, what's actually sold for us uh, this week uh, and gives you a good indication about what property prices are going for and when. Um, We're just going to jump onto these couple here. this was actually Taylor Street and Methyl, uh, and this actually sold. There was a two-bedroom maisonette upper flat, so on, on two levels, which is here and here. Um, and this actually sold. It could be here and here, actually. I'm, I'm not actually sure about the exact property itself um, because this was actually passed on to me. But this was on offers of over 60000 This shows that the street is actually recovered because it was actually quite low before. So the street prices have actually recovered. Uh, therefore, um, this is a two-bedroom upper maisonette, and it was on offers of over 60000 It's now sold. Um, the other one is, uh, and I knew this was going to get sold because I was actually coming in this week and going, wow, that's a great price point for Creole, actually. Um, this was sold in three weeks in Creole. This is a uh, Wingfield and Creole, and it was sold in three weeks, one bedroom, ground floor apartment, and it was offers over 125,000. And it's gone. Uh, this was an outlook right over the green. I'd be tempted just to sit in the sun all day long on that, in that park, just outside there, just on that bench there and sit in the sun all day long and enjoy myself. That would be really tempting to do and that is a way as well. So that's the ones actually sold, what's going to be coming soon, uh, let me talk about what's coming soon, what we're going to be doing, I'll be doing a pre portal actually this week on one of our properties, I've actually been working in the background on it, um in terms of the numbers, stati- uh, the number of, uh, where it is on the video and the drone footage and everything. Um So West 4th Street in Cellar like this is a four bedroom terraced house, this has actually got a net loft and then it's also got a potential to develop out the back in terms of the garage itself. Um, it is a good garage. Um, premium parking there, so you can come in at the back um, it's, um, in terms of the back of the house and then you can just come down your garden and the end enter the back door or you can go along West 4th Street you can park at the front and you're in your front door as well. So it's actually a really good property. So I'll be doing that this week. Uh, 4th Street in St. Moran's a two-bedroom terraced house will be coming on, East 4th Street in Cellar Dyke, four-bedroom townhouse will be coming on, Main Street in East Williams, a two-bedroom ground floor apartment will be coming on, a blacked side house and leaving a six-bedroom detached house. I've seen the drone footage for that and the location for that. Wow, that's going to blow you away when that comes on. Um, So that is actually, these are actually coming on soon. Um, So if you're interested in any of these properties, what I suggest you do, is you just ask them, message us, and when the time comes, when they're about to come in the market, we'll give you advance notice of maybe the pre-portal coming on, or maybe the particulars, uh, before anybody else sees them, that's why it's important to register with every estate agent to make sure you can see them, do not rely on Rightmove and Zoopla to give you notifications, because by the time that happens, potentially, for, for some people, their dream home's gone because someone else has got in there before you, because they took their advice and actually registered all the estate agents and they actually made sure they followed all their social media channels to make sure they would get first advance notice of notification. Um, Even some of the websites, like uh, ESP, for example, actually put them on three days before they go on any other website. Don't know why they need to do that, though, because that is actually disadvantageous to the actual seller. (laughs) on the other websites, but that's that—that's—that's that's the way it goes for that. So um, that's a different strategy actually, um, but they do. So make sure you just actually register with all the different estate agents to make sure you get first notification, advanced notification of any properties coming on. It is still a 50-50 buyer seller market. It's not all buyers market now. It's not all seller markets now. It is a stable market right now. And we are still maintaining Prices over the home report value. Um, I'll tell you about that just in two seconds. While I tell you this, um, uh, did you know there's 142% more five homes in the market today than over a year ago? Yes, the property market has changed in the last 12 months uh, with more five properties coming in the market. This is why it's taken a bit longer now to sell because there's more choice for buyers out there, and um, so therefore you are now competing against other properties. So as a as a seller. Um, you need to be aware of other properties that come onto the market. And most estate agents will actually tell you, just to keep you abreast of where your price point is in comparison to someone else's that comes on. After all, if you sit with your house on the market at the same price point all the time, and never actually look at all the other properties coming on. It's possible that the other agents are actually putting their properties on similar to yours, just under that price point. Therefore, the buyers tend to see theirs first. And therefore, they think, okay, I could get that for a more affordable level, and it's comparable to the one that I was looking at, that, what I've gotten with my agent. Therefore, uh, they'll go for that one first. And then it's gone. Uh, as simple as that. So that's why it's important to actually make sure your price is actually right at the right alignment as the other properties to make sure you're still competing against the other properties coming into the market and in the market right now. After all, they could the ones that you're competing against right now can actually put their price and realign it down in order to attract an buyer at a different level to push them back up. And um, that is potentially another another strategy which could works very very well in this kind of market. Um, actually realigning your price down to get somebody through the door to push them back up to the level that you wanted in the first place. Once people get into your house, that's the objective. Once people get into your house, the house will do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. And your agent it takes them around does a lot of the heavy lifting as well for that process. It's actually getting them through the door is the most important thing. And that's why it's important that the right listing at the right price at that point in time is key. Remember, you've got 70 people that put their house on the market last week. You've got about 60 actually actually decided to buy. You've still got roundabout, on average, 10 people making a decision every single day in Fife to buy or sell a property. You're only needing one person over the line. That's all you need. And you need the person that's going to suit your circumstances as well. We talked about that in the actual show I talked about the other night, about the 142% uh, more five homes on the market today than over a year ago. I talked about the strategies that you can use. So again, you can watch that. You can read the article you can listen to the podcast. Uh, Quickly, let's talk about, um, quickly, I'll just talk about the prices, actually. Average prices in Scotland. This is actually quite an important one. This is the average price change in Scotland since uh, this is the uh, UK house price index I've got here Um so this graph actually shows you the annual change price change in Scotland over the last five years and you can see that there in terms of percentage uh, but did you know actually um, the annual price change for property in Scotland over the last year is still 8.5 percent now it is coming down as you can see so that's that you can see the graph going up and then it starts to come down so there's no surprise if it continues to come down it's when you get to um, and about a year from now, you'll actually see property prices potentially um, and, and dropping because they're actually coming down because they've gone up. So it has to equalise itself, and on an average rolling basis, it will actually demonstrate that. And that's why they're coming down right now because month on month, uh, the price change is actually changing. So the monthly price change for Scotland was actually one point one percent. So there's no surprise um, in terms of that, and 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 it's. Technically, um, let me let me see what the economic statement is. This is what the economic statement, this is what they said. The average house price in Scotland has increased by 8.5% the year to October, increasing slower than the average UK prices of 12.6% uh, and, and up from 7.8% 8, 8, in the year to September 2022. Uh, on a non-seasonally adjusted basis, in other words, this is raw data, um, average house prices in Scotland have increased by 1.1%. Wow. So it's actually an increase rather than what I just spoke about. So compared with an increase of 0.4% during the same period last year. So they've actually increased more uh, year, um, uh, month to month from September to October on a non-seasonally adjusted basis than they were um, in the season before, 12 months ago. Um, okay, so that's quite an interesting one. So that actually shows you the price change over the last five years. And you can see there where it is. So we've been price stagnant for the last up to 2020 lockdown obviously painted a completely different picture in our minds and then we all went crazy and started buying property and thinking we need to change we need to get an extra room we need to get a bigger garden we need to just have this and and it's great because it gave us some coherent uh um thinking in in terms of we all started to think of the same thing at the same time think we need a kind of better lifestyle Um, and that kind of congealed that thought process um if it hadn't happened, it probably would have been staying quite stable and it probably would have been under maybe about 6% on average all the time after that. Um, but we are where we are in and, and, and terms of there. So the price change was, was that. So the average price in Scotland at this point in time was £194,874. Uh, so how does that compare to, uh, actually, um, £194,000. Um, let me just do a quick calculation here. I'm not I've got here. Um, And I'll just do that. I'll do the times. Um, So 31,000 is your average salary in Scotland. Uh, 94,874 divided by 31. So that's about 6.28 times uh, average salary. That's actually pretty tolerable. Now in England, it's round about 10.2 times Um, in terms of the price. Uh, Overall, in the UK, it's round about uh, nine times. So we're still very, very affordable in Scotland in comparison to the rest of them. But what is it in Fife? Um, In Fife itself, um, and I'll just jump onto that graph because I do have it. Here it is right here. Look at Fife. Fife is still 9.3% year on year in the month. Um, And we'll just scroll down. I'll do that. Excuse me. Uh, That's October compared with the last year before. So you can see right there. um, Oh, actually, I wasn't showing that on the screen. Sorry about that. Uh, There it is here. So Fife is right here. So Fife is 175,629. And this time last year, it was 160,758 on average, which is a 9.3% increase. So it's a bit more than actually Scotland overall. Uh, And then when you take out the one seven five. Uh, 629 divided by 31,000, because it's about that here as well, uh, in terms of average uh, salary, you're talking about 5.6 times, uh, under six times the average salary. Now, I'll tell you, in in, in booming markets, in markets which boom, generally markets which boom, it is round about six times the average salary, or under. Um, So we're still very, very tolerable, and, and potentially, if there is any storm, um, excuse the punt, because um, I would say, we could potentially weather that quite easily in Fife. Um, some of the higher-end value properties will obviously have to realign their price point uh, as they see uh, people dropping off because they're, they're too much at a high price point for them. But the average house price in Fife is actually still very, very tolerable compared to the average salary in Fife as well, compared to the rest of the Scotland and the rest of the UK itself. London's average price point is 545 Thousand pounds for the average price in London, and believe it or not, the average salary in London is a thirty-one thousand as well, almost. And it's like, how could people afford that? I do not know. And that's why most people probably rent in London. Um, anyway, so that's where we are in terms of the price points. So this tells us price is actually still very, very good in terms of the price point um, overall. And um, if we look at some of the other ones, um, everybody talks about Aberdeenshire. Look at the top there, two hundred and six versus 196 the year before, 5.3% increase in Aberdeen. Um, The city of Aberdeen though, now that's Aberdeenshire area, the city of Aberdeen itself year on year has actually dropped uh, by 3%. Uh, That's the only one I think out the whole lot of them there it's actually dropped, yeah, uh, down. So it's still very, very, It's not For a lot of investors, they're still investing in the Aberdeen market, but you can see the price point in the city of Aberdeen is actually less than average price than what we are as well. So potentially, you know, there's speculators and investors that are actually investing in Aberdeen city centre right now and the the prospect that it actually might might increase um, over the next uh, five to ten years with a surge in maybe renewables or, or, or maybe oil will see a surge and come back. Um, And uh, so that's potentially why Aberdeen Aberdeen's like that as well. Dundee's next door to us. So where's Dundee about? Um, It'd be interesting to see where Dundee is, it usually says City of Dundee, there you go. Uh, City of Dundee, um, actually very affordable, Uh, 156,400, up 9.7%. Other side, City of Edinburgh, um, 335,000, a 6.5% improvement uh, in terms of house price. Um, So you can see, um, we are still very, very um, affordable in comparison. Uh, There's the graph actually shows you um, overall the whole of Scotland, the average prices. Now you'll see there, um, I can see if I can make this a wee bit. No, you can't even make it a wee bit bigger actually. Um, I'll get it in so it's a wee bit there. Okay, so you can possibly see it there. And now the ones in the blue, are really um, average prices are very low down um, and then the ones in the um, as you can see coming up to the orange are very middle of the road and average prices and affordable and and it seems to be it's like it's like Fife in there so Fife is just above um, and then you've got next door uh, Falkirk in that as well and then you've got the really heated areas which is Perth and Edinburgh um, in there and that could be potentially in the middle there and Glasgow city centre, which is actually really um, expensive. Uh, and then you've got the Highlands and Islands uh, up by uh, Aberdeenshire itself, but not Aberdeen. You can see that's in the, that's a wee blue dot there for the city of Aberdeen itself. So you can see Fife is very, very middle of the road and very affordable as well in comparison to the rest of the uh, Scotland itself and the rest of the areas. Uh, quickly just jump on to house types in Scotland. You can see the differential where it's all grown. Um, detached uh, over the whole of Scotland are t- detached. Now, we say the average price in Scotland is actually 195,000 or they're 194,874 but if you break that down to detached see how detached are really, really expensive and then you get into the semi-detached area of 208,000, the terrace to 165 and then flats are raised 131. This is why it makes it still quite affordable for terraced houses because there is quite a few terraced houses and flats and maintenance in the Fife area. Although house builders are beginning to build quite a lot of semi-detached and detached houses as well. But you can see where the biggest movements are. Flats and maisonettes, still a uh, poor relation, uh, 5.5% increase. However, they've increased. Uh, that's probably the plus point. Uh, and anything below 131300 for a flat or a maisonette is actually uh, a very, very affordable. And uh, and there's the one in, in Taylor Street to sell it, 60000 offers over, a uh, two-bedroom. And that's, all, that's less than half the price of this on the average. So it still makes it very affordable, especially the average earnings is is, is similar right across the whole of Scotland and Fife and uh, the UK itself. Um, So hopefully that's given you a wee insight into that. Number of transactions. That's how we look year on year. So this is uh, August 2021. This is the transactions for the statistics to August 2022. You can see there uh, 623 uh, last year in August was the number of properties sold: six hundred and six were sold. So it's not a huge swing or a huge drop in the number of properties being sold in that period, uh, year on year. Again, it gives me uh, full belief that the uh, five property market will be very, very resilient in how it how it reacts to any further base rate rises and also potentially, um, in terms of that uh, um, ADS additional dwelling supplement increase. Although. Yet to come, yet to see where that comes through and how that comes through overall. Okay, so that is the um, Scottish housing market in terms of the prices, Fife housing market as well in terms of the prices and affordability. Um, Finally, a couple of things I just want to talk about is what's completed in Fife. Uh, In other words, keys handed over. So keys handed over, completed in Fife. And this gives you a really good idea about what prices were going for recently, probably in the last uh, five or six months. Um, so okay so peter Howling anschova a three bedroom semi detached house this was sold for 8% of the home report value so sold for 18000 more uh, for 248000 uh, bankino you know, um and uh, Avenue in Tayport, three-bedroom semi-detached house, uh, sold in two weeks, 4% over the home report value, so it was sold for $178,000. Uh, Skeith Road and Seller Dyke, two-bedroom upper apartment, uh, sold 2% over the home report value, um, sold for $195,000 as well. Uh, There's a lot here, um, but you can see that similar, you can see that message now. You're not, you're not hearing things like 15 and 20% you're potentially not hearing the 10% anymore. You're hearing eight, you're hearing four, you're hearing 2% over. Uh, Bonnegate & Cooper, two-bedroom Terrace House, over 2% over for $122,500. Uh, Haston Park, Bum Molo, um, this was a two-bedroom seventy starched bungalow hence teeth. Hence the reason it went in two weeks for 11% over the home report value, for uh, at 200,000, so that was a two-bedroom semi-detached bungalow in Haston Park and, and Baumol. So if, this, again, if you've got properties like this in, in these areas, similar to these properties in these streets, then that gives you a good indication of what the current value is, is right now, plus or minus what you've done to it. Um, Snowdrop Cottage in Kingscale, two-bedroom cottage, um, it was sold in two weeks for 6% of the home report value, 177000 Main Street in Springfield, four bedroom terrace house sold for in three weeks for 7% of the home report value, 235000 uh, Shuttlefield East End, Fruky, one bedroom terrace house sold for 10% of the home report value, 142675 So look at the percentages here. Uh, 8, 4, 2, um, 2, 11, um, 6, 7, and, uh, and and again at 10%. So, so most around about the 5% level. So, gone are the days, I would suggest, of the 10, 15, 20% over, because it's all built into the home report as it currently is, because that was from the year before. Um, so, you've already got that increase built into a home report if it's been done in the last six months. Therefore, um, how to move on from that is you're kind of looking at expectations, probably around about maybe home report value or 5% over. In terms of buyers, uh, yep, yeah, if it's the house of your dreams and you're going to live in it for the next 20 years, then I would suggest if you really, really want it and it is the house of your dreams, you go for it. Um, and I mean by you go for it as if you put your best foot forward about the price you think you would be prepared to pay. Now, the price you think you'd be prepared to pay, there's two things out of this and how you get that that figure. The first one is if you get the property and you, you've offered and you get the property, you don't look back and regret and think that you overpaid for the property. That means you're not you're not offering the right price in terms of what how you're thinking. Um, the second one is if you make an offer uh, and it's and it, and, it, and it's and it's rejected. And you don't get the property, and someone else buys the property, and then you look it up on the land registry and find out how much they got it for, and you think to yourself, "I would have paid that for that property." That's the figure you should have paid in the first place. So my my, my message is: don't overcook it, don't lowball it, but pay the price. It's it's worth it to you. Uh, classic example is here, where I am right now. You know, I've lived in my house for almost twenty years. Um, did I worry about the fact that I paid maybe 20,000 more than what it was valued at the time? Absolutely not, because it's effective in a 1,000 pound a year, and to be honest, and the amount of increases that I've had in the property in terms of the value from when I bought it to when it is now, it's far outweighed that differential over these years. So it was worth its weight in gold to get the house of our, our dreams and the house that accommodated our family and our grown family as well, um, in terms of the sheer size of it. So. We will continue to live in this house probably for about another six to 10 years um, in terms of uh, because it's necessity and and, and it it suits its bill. So, again, if you amortize that and spread it over the years that are overpaid, the 20,000 more over even about a 30 year period, it's like it's even less every year. And again, I say it will recover quite easily because you know how much prices have moved up. Prices have moved up 24 percent in the last two years. They've moved up about 30 percent in the last three years in terms of where they were. So any price over and above, if you're paying maybe 10% over uh, and it increases in the next 10 to, 10 to 15 years um, by, by possibly about 50%, then it's neither here nor there and it's, it, it's, it's irrelevant really in, in the scope of things. It's the house you really want and it's the home you want and it, and it suits your purpose. That's all it should be for. Um, so hopefully that's given you a real good insight into the property market right now and where we are right now. But um, I would suggest that uh, for most people, if you are looking at selling next year, you need to speak to an estate agent now. You need to get that you need to get that right advice now. The last thing you want to do, and again, we talked about in our 142% more five homes in the market today. Actually, we talked about this morning as well. Perry and I actually did a show called Preparing to Sell Your Property, Your Five Property in the New Year. Now that's on most social media channels right now, and it's got a link on our website right now where you can actually watch that show, listen to the podcast or read the article but it literally is about 20 minutes worth of advice on what you need to be doing right now to prepare your house to sell in the new year. Um, So you can click on that if you want. It's in this post um, at your leisure and find out all about that. Last but not least, we've got the instant valuation tool again for rentals and for house sales. So if you want a valuation of your house without actually needing to speak to anybody, it's on this post. Um, You can just click on that link. Uh, If you want to know about the Wealth Creation Show, uh, the Wealth Creation Show will be on... Tomorrow, I will be talking about part five of my journey um, to financial freedom. Um, how I made my first million, um, and uh, and what happened. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be talking numbers. I'll be talking about the first properties I actually bought, how I bought them, um, what lessons I've learned over over them throughout all the years. Um, out of each property, I've learned a lesson, and uh, and hopefully that will help other people as well. Now, to be honest, if I can get to that stage. If you've heard my journey and you've listened to the, the four other episodes before or the four parts before, and uh, you'll, you'll probably have uh, found out by now it's like, geez, um, I could have done that. Um, absolutely. And you can still do that right now. It doesn't matter what age you are, uh, whether you're actually in your teens, whether you're actually in your twenties or thirties your forties or fifties or sixties, it makes absolutely no difference. Anybody can do any level of the one at any point in time they want. Um, Based on advantages, if you're a lot older, you've got more experience. Therefore, you know what works and what doesn't work. Therefore, you could get there quicker. If you're a lot younger, obviously, you have to learn from other people who are a lot older and trodden that path to get there quicker as well. And that's where you learn from them. So in other words, the classic example is if you're jumping a hurdle, um, you want to watch somebody else jump in that hurdle first to see what style and technique they use to jump that hurdle. Um, that's uh, wisdom you learn by. Uh, rather than actually trying to jump the hurdle yourself and telling the boy, well, that doesn't work. Well, I could have told you that because I jumped it before you and I actually said that to you, not to do that. See that? One's wisdom, one's experience. So what I'm doing is I'm teaching people and telling them exactly what I did and that's the wisdom you're uh, Experience, you want to go through it all yourself, follow the same journey, take you will take just as long and you'll spend just as much money doing it. Um, that's why I'm doing it for the Wealth creation Show to teach everybody, and show everybody what I did. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow at 12.30 and uh, uh, tune in then if you get a chance, you could ask me questions as well. I'll be streaming live on TikTok, I'll be streaming live on Instagram and all our YouTube channels and LinkedIn as well and Twitter as well and also we'll be on um, 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 all our Facebook channels as well. We'll be sharing that as well. Uh, and until next time guys, I'm Jim Parker for Free Properties TV.